Citizen Critic is a production of iHeartRadio and Double Elvis. David said, uh, <laughs> Ooh, David said, Oh, oh David said, <laughs> Mary. Well, let <laughs> This episode of Citizen Critic, people looking for substance in character development are sorely disappointed by the Motley Crue biopic, The Dirt. Racist coke dealers and sketchy valets on the Sunset Strip. And we speculate about what other scents the Motley Crue candles might come in. Win it all, lose it all. We're Citizen Fucking Critic. Finale of Citizen Critic. I'm Scott Janovitz. And I'm Greg Conley. Season two, season finale. We're going out with a with a whimper. I well, <laughs> I you know, I mean, I think you might be right. I watched this movie and This I, is did, The Dirt, the Motley the, Crew yeah. Netflix original movie. Yeah. Based on the book. A couple of years ago. Yeah, this was something else. This was not a very good movie at all. No, it was good. It was not very good. I mean, it was it was in, it was very interesting. There was one review that said it was as if they got a lifetime movie casting director mm-hmm. and were allowed to swear cuz like yeah. everything was just sort of made for TV-ish and such a bad movie. Um yeah. Uh, I mean, this is the <laughs> this is the worst movie we've done, right? The bad the worst movies we've done so far. The Doors. The Doors, yeah, it's 100% The Doors. was, And not there a good was movie. one other one that, uh, oh, Purple Rain was not Purple a good Rain, movie. I was going to say. Yeah, Purple <laughs> Rain was definitely one that on the rewatch, you know, you were just like, man, that was a great album. <laughs> yeah. Purple Rain is the Citizen Kane of music movies compared to The Dirt. Oh, absolutely. This, this movie was, and I was wondering as I was watching it if it would have helped. I didn't really grow up a huge Motley Crue fan. I wasn't anti Motley Crue, but like all the dudes in my high school that were into Motley Crue were like, I was friendly with them, but I was just like, what <laughs> goes on? Once- I was friendly. We were friendly <laughs> enough to say hi. Yeah. But you know, what really is motivating you on a daily basis? I have li- I have no idea whatsoever. And all they did was listen to Motley Crue and they had the t-shirts yeah. and the, you know. Yeah, it's an alien. Uh, yeah. Different, different between men and women there in that respect. Like there are women I know uh, that you and I know. Absolutely. Huge Motley Crue fans. Currently who are still diehard Absolutely. Absolutely. Crue fans. Yeah. That I can see. I guess I can just see it. Uh, for teenage girls, I can see teenage girls of our age, like that are now our. Yeah, age. that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Yeah, like I, I can't imagine a teenage girl would watch any of this stuff, and like nowadays, and be like, "Oh no, 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 eh, certainly." So 
Totally but cool. just like the the image and like the sort of the glam of it all. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Back then. Yeah. A little dangerous, overtly sexual. Uh, yeah. This is essentially a movie that should be considered as much fiction as fact. I, I, I don't trust anything in here that actually happened the way it's supposed to have happened. And I think there were probably shades of everything that happened. I think it was yeah. so much worse than it was portrayed in the movie. Yeah. You well, know, they like, definitely let themselves off the hook. I mean, Tom, yeah. <laughs> it's so egregious where Tommy Lee has yeah. abused multiple women. Right, 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 right. And like the one instance <laughs> of violence against yeah. a woman by him in this movie is portrayed as she, she a, was begging. Yeah. Stabbed him with a pen. She had to coming. get punched in the face. Yeah. And he felt really bad about it. Oh, absolutely. Immediately. <laughs> I was watching that scene and I was just like, <laughs> like, I don't expect horrifying. You to, yeah. I mean, I, I don't, it, it doesn't have to be a mea culpa, you know, no. like, I'm a reformed person, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, it, it should at least orbit the truth. You can say that some you way. regret it now. Uh, you can, yeah. you know, because they do a lot of, you know, direct to camera, breaking the, the yeah, fourth yeah, wall yeah. kind of thing. They do that throughout the movie. He could have had that and, you know, said something. About it, but it was just like, <laughs> it could not have been a bigger softball. The entire movie is premised on the fact that they are absolute thousand percent drug addicts yep. doing, you know, tremendous amounts of cocaine yeah sleeping maybe a couple of hours getting up doing it all again rinse repeat like so they could have even just said that like you know what i was just in i was in Out the of my head. throes of like drug addiction and yes you know i was a horrible person to women i abused women and i'm tremendously sorry for that now right instead of well, she did stab me with a pen and was <laughs> fucking really aggressive and was calling my mom a cunt. They could, I mean, they just make her <laughs> seem so awful. Yeah, yeah. She did everything but chop off his fucking hand and say she was his father. Like, you couldn't have been rooting against anybody more. <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's the biggest monster in this movie. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Begging to get popped in the face. Yeah. But the whole character, like the Tommy Lee, I was like, I had a hard time understanding who it was even. I know who Tommy Lee is. And I'm watching this character. I'm just like, who's the fucking surfer kid supposed to be? (laughs) Yeah. Dude. Yeah. He's just such a good natured dummy. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Horrible. (laughs) That is not the way it went down. Vince Neil killed a guy. And they portrayed it to be like, oh, we had a couple of drinks and went down yeah. to the store. Like mm. he was, he was blind drunk. Yes. And he killed that guy who, yeah. when I was watching the movie, I was just like, is that Christian Bell? That is a fucking thousand percent <laughs> Cockney accent right there. I'm, <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Christian Bell, you were pretty young right there. All right. <laughs> Let's go down to liquor store. He's coming off Empire of the Sun, hanging out with Vince Neil. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh, the whole thing was absurd. The performances <laughs> are not good. That dude who does Tommy Lee is uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly. Uh, before I think of Machine Gun Kelly, I think Tommy Gunn, the, Tommy Gun. <laughs> the <laughs> Rocky Five, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> villain. No, it's like, dude, read Wikipedia. Machine Gun Kelly, na- that name was taken. 
It'd be like if I changed my name to like Ava Gabor. Like, <laughs> what? No, there's been one. <laughs> They're it's not two. They're going to say Abe Vagoda. <laughs> I would never. <laughs> Rapper would Abe never. Vagoda. <laughs> TV's fish. The other thing I was thinking was that there's this new movie, uh, King of Staten Island with Pete Davidson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. gotten rave reviews for it. Yeah. I don't see how that's possible based on his performance in this movie. I don't either. I mean, I've watched The King of Staten Island. Oh, is it good? I mean, I guess. I just kind of see Pete Davidson as sort of, I, he's just a, a weird anomaly to me. Yeah. It's like if there's a smudge on your sunglasses and all you can see is the smudge. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I get that. You know, <laughs> carry the analogy out to where it makes sense. And that's yeah, what say I'm no saying. more. I'm with you. <laughs> The whole scene there at the in the rainbow room and there's the girl who just lives under the table apparently. What the giving blowjobs to whoever sits on the end seat. Like it happened on two separate occasions. The same girl emerged from under the table. Right. Jesus Christ. What oh is Oh my god. You think that makes you look good? No, you right. That, <laughs> this is your but you wrote this, Molly Crew. This wasn't like an unauthorized biography. This was from the band. And they produced Good it. Lord. When I introduced that we were going to be doing this movie on the podcast, I said, it's a, <laughs> it's a bad, it's a fun, bad movie. Yeah. It is not. It is <laughs> a bad, bad movie. Yeah. It is awful people doing awful things while they yep. make awful music. Yeah. But still trying to sugarcoat those awful things a little bit. It's like wearing silk gloves and just trying to get the turd a little bit shinier. And you're yeah. like. Stop yeah. it. No. Put the turn down. Take the gloves off, first of all. Those are silk. That's <laughs> <laughs> not good. Uh, and some of the writing was terrible. Some of it. Oh, it was like that thing when he's describing. He finally met the girl of his dreams. And it's just like, her name was heroin. Oh, yeah. And was, it's uh, just like, I saw that coming. Of from course. It's like 30 seconds. Where you're like, yep, heroin. Uh-huh. <laughs> we know, we we know you're talking it, about heroin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yeah. We get it. <laughs> Just get to it. He's like, she made me feel all warm. And she did this. Yeah. And she did that. It's like, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah heroin. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've had a Percocet. I, I kind of get what you're saying. <laughs> I've had a Percocet. Or two. <laughs> I've, been, I've been known to have a Percocet a time or two. <laughs> I think I met your girlfriend once or twice. But still, you know, I, I wasn't like watching the clock to be like, Sometimes I watch a movie, I hit the pause just to see how much time is left. Yeah, yeah. And I wasn't really doing that. It was easier to watch than The Doors. The Doors, I definitely was just like, what, how much of this? Yeah, I was Ooh. like, how long is left on this? Two hours. <laughs> it was like that one reviewer that was just like, ah, oh, thank God he's in Paris. He's almost dead. Yeah, right. <laughs> Such a fucking brilliant line. Yeah, the equivalent mm. in the dirt. I was like, oh, okay, they've got their replacement lead singer. This is almost over. They didn't let that guy say a word. Either. They didn't say a fucking word. Oh, he just smiled. He was happy as a peach. He was like, this is the greatest gig ever. Yeah. Although I do like the fact that it's like they all got sober. And it really is, a, a, it's a pro-drug moment in the movie. Especially for that band. They're all like in the recording studio and all of them are sober. And they're just like, wait. Miserable. What's the fucking point? Like yeah. the whole point of that band was doing coke, hanging out with hookers. Yeah. Drinking too much. Quit the, stop the band. Like, take up painting or macrame or something. Like, the band is something you used to do. Like, heroin and cocaine. <laughs> yeah. 
You can't separate the two. And there's never a moment where you're like, oh, they're all going to stay sober. You know, it's like, of course, you know, we, we, we've lived in the world with these people. We know. <laughs> you right. Know? Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't a cliffhanger. <laughs> no. Although I did like at the end when it was like Vince Neil was going through, you know, he went to prison for a little bit. I don't know. How long did he go to prison for? Uh, like 19 days. No. Yeah. No. For manslaughter. He went he was to prison sentenced for- to 30 days, had to pay oh. like two and a half million dollars. Oh, dear God. And they let him out uh, after and part 19 of, days. Part of the things with Nikki Six being like, I didn't even visit him. And you know why? Because I was so wrapped up in my own selfish drug. Because <laughs> I was on vacation for those two weeks. <laughs> Honestly, like, good <laughs> Lord. 19 days. <laughs> 19 Holy days, yeah. crap. <laughs> yeah. And then he comes back in and he's just like, I just got out of jail, man. No, you didn't. You just got into jail. Like, it's not, you're not allowed to say, I just got out of jail if you're only there for 19 days. <laughs> That's you right. literally killed a guy. <laughs> you just, you just got, got there. there. <laughs> Vince, where are you going? You just got here. <laughs> I was going to rape you in the shower later. I didn't even understand. <laughs> have a good tour <laughs> shocking that he got away with literally got away with murder i mean it yeah. cost him two and a half million dollars but and and like two and a half weeks of his life <laughs> he was he was supposed to go to cabo it's really rough we all make sacrifices yeah. Razzy made a sacrifice. Razzle made a sacrifice. Razzle. Keep calling him Razzy. <laughs> Oi, mate. It's no Razzy. It's Razzle. Like, as in Dazzle. Rhymes with Dazzle, mate. <laughs> Almost as ridiculous as the Bill and Ted Tommy Lee voice as well, where you're just like, where did any of you, do you know who these people were? I don't. Yeah. Well, yeah. What detention uh. center is the dialect coach for this movie being held in? I assume just, that they're being held. It was like a high school play. <laughs> yeah. Oi! <laughs> Hello, Mary Poppins. Fucking ridiculous. Totally ridiculous. Um, But let's look at some reviews for our feature presentation this week The Dirt. To be Joe Dirt. The Doit. Rotten Tomatoes score 38%. Uh, not, not good. Not good. I am surprised that this movie merited a single professional review. There were a lot of them. I think there were like 90. I'm shocked. Here are some reviews. This is a one from Exclaim with an exclamation point. Subtle. Alex Hudson says, uh, Director Jeff Tremaine has previously helmed four jackass movies, so that should give you some idea about his aptitude with serious emotional material. <laughs> not wrong. I mean, uh, I you know, it's you can't really there's no serious emotional material in here. It's like a sugar-coated biopic of It could have been like a standard 
biopic, but it just right. couldn't even make that level. No, yeah, yeah. It's like when you're trying to like dig a hole in the backyard and you realize your backyard is made entirely of stone an inch below the surface, and you're like, "Well, this is, I can't." I'm not well, I'm gonna it. have to bury this body somewhere oh. else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna pay for that piece of equipment. <laughs> I suppose I could just burn my neighbor's dog. <laughs> And then the AV club, Alex McLevy says, if only it could be half as fun as Motley Crue thinks it is. Which I think is actually the best review we've ever read on this show. They should put that in the fucking Smithsonian because I feel (laughs) like it sums this movie up perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. They clearly, they sat down and they thought this was even the fun part. It's going to be fun. Fucking great. People are going Even, to love this. Yeah. Let's go to Letterboxd, where there are some reviews of The Dirt by Motley Crue. Here's a half a star by Stella. <laughs> this movie makes me want to boil myself. Jesus. Or you could just turn it off. That seems like an aggressive reaction to... You could just leave the gas on. Uh, <laughs> you could... No, 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 no. They don't want to kill themselves. They just want to boil. I want to boil myself. Hey, I'm Stella. (laughs) Oh, my own. This movie made me want to boil myself. Al dente. Oh, so nice. Just cutting carrots in the bathtub (laughs) with them. It's like a Bugs Bunny cartoon. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Put some carrots in there. Hey, I'm making a Stella stew. Hey, I'm in a big, uh, I'm in a comically oversized cauldron. You like Italian <laughs> wedding soup? Uh, uh, I've never heard anyone have that reaction to a movie. Hey, how'd you like the new Avengers movie? I wanted to boil myself. Okay. I wanted to flambe my face. <laughs> uh, here's a one star by Will Hoxie. If you are a middle-aged dude or hate women, <laughs> this is your Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Also, the Super Bowl is also your Super Bowl. You have multiple Super Bowls. Yeah, it's the Super Bowls galore for middle-aged dudes you. who hate women. What's the Venn diagram of middle-aged dudes and dudes who hate women? Uh, whatever it is, that's the sweet spot of the dirt. Uh, here's another one star watched by Amber. Lots of boobs. No. Lots of fourth wall breaking. Ozzy mm-hmm. licking up his own piss and and Nikki's yep. and doing a line of ants. This is like the oddest game of Mad Libs put into a movie. <laughs> it really is. That entire scene was like, yeah, I, yeah, it was too much. It was too much packed into one scene. I just don't understand how that was supposed to make anyone either look cool. Their whole perspective on themselves in this movie is like. Oh, we were just a bunch of dummies, you know? Mm. It's like, okay, yes, true, um, but more. Yeah. Go, yeah. More, stretch, stretch that out. Expand <laughs> yeah, on that for yeah. me. Yeah, felonious uh, drug addicts. <laughs> that was one of them. Good, go on. <laughs> it's like, you know, the Hitler story. Oh, he was a lovable idiot. <laughs> Dude, the final solution, man. <laughs> Not saying that Molly Crew is Hitler, but I am saying that Molly Crew is Hitler. <laughs> Here are some IMDb reviews. 
This is a one out of ten. Yeah. B grade as it gets by <laughs> Shannon Beach one five four eight two three five zero two. Hit pound to get to my bank account. <laughs> I wasn't a fan before watching, and I'm not after watching. All right, as you won't be. <laughs> Me neither. Yeah, agreed. We're in. The- I'm gonna read on. The directing and acting was so terrible, it wasn't even close to being believable. So much of the movie was focused on sex and drugs, seemed to be in over half the scenes, could have been better spent on learning more about the characters. All in all, don't waste your time. The thing that you have to realize about Motley Crue is that's really the only thing that was driving them as a band. Yeah, there's no substance. These are not. (laughs) If I had one criticism of Motley (laughs) Crue as a band, it would be they're not gentlemen of substance. Yeah. (laughs) Like they're not laying around on day beds reading poetry to each other. Yeah. No, there's more substance imbued into them in this movie than I believe that there is in real life. Absolutely. I think the most substantive thing they did was keep track of how many ladies' asses they blew lines of cocaine off of. Right. Only to high-five about it later. How many chicks did you fuck? Oh, like three. No, not today, man. Yeah. (laughs) The whole tour. It's like, this is what you guys sit around and fucking talk about? Yeah. You fucking losers. (laughs) (laughs) This is in the movie about you? Okay, fellas. Here's another one. Four out of ten. Okay, but a partial truth. By Digital Beach Bum. So you like the beach? No, no, I don't go to the beach. I I look at it on the computer. I, I play Skype a beach in game. to the beach. <laughs> Can you turn the phone around? I want to look at the waves for a while. <laughs> Having followed the band for many years since my high school days, this mm-hmm. short biopic is a diluted pile of poop. There is too many moments, people, events, and stories skipped or dropped because of either legal or personal reasons. There were actually some reviews as I was reading through that people said this should have been a mini series. Like you recall Thornbirds. <laughs> it should have been. Oh, uh, this could have been a roots for our age. <laughs> the a dirt. roots for the new millennium. The death of Hanoi Rock's Razzle was an example of being watered down. <laughs> And the lack of Pamela Anderson shows that the director or the band wanted to hide certain things. I don't think they were hiding Pamela Anderson. There was. I mean, you can only tell the story of Tommy Lee beating the shit out of so many women, right? Right. So many battered women, so little screen time. That's your Thornbirds. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's some substance. Yeah. (laughs) Tell that fucking story. Let's really fucking drill down on that. Nothing about his penis? Apparently, part of Tommy Lee's autobiography, he wrote another book about his life. Oh, Jesus Christ. Even Bill Clinton only wrote one. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? It's He's... written from the perspective of his penis. Oh, yeah. no. Yes. I think the foreword no. is by his penis. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That is. <laughs> oh. And the worst part is... It probably sounded way more intelligent than he did. Probably. The penis was like, I didn't want to do it. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. I would like to use my allotted time today to talk to you about some important issues. (laughs) (laughs) Children are being caged in our name. (laughs) Hey guys, Tommy here. (laughs) Sorry, my penis is bumming you out. 
Uh, the only smart thing on him. <laughs> well, Tommy Lee's dick is fucking bright. I think that is. I think he can figure out a COVID vaccine. <laughs> Yo, Tommy, your dick is learned. <laughs> uh, I thought it was amusing, but given their lack of memories, lost brain cells, and the need to hide the truth, I had to downgrade my rating. I found the production okay, <laughs> but it isn't exactly the dirt. Well, I got, again, that's a dirt. four out of ten. They downgraded the rating. But. Yeah. Did you come back and re-edit it? Is that what happened here? <laughs> I, I get the feeling that people leave reviews and then stew on it a couple of days. Yeah, yeah. And then come back and be like, I was harsh. <laughs> Just in case. Tommy Lee looks like a reader. Listen, guys, I was in a bad place when I wrote this review. <laughs> Tommy, if you're reading this, I apologize. I retract. Uh, here's another one. Three out of ten. Write Your Own History by Robocop. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good name. That's good. (laughs) A not very good band writes their own history and still manages to make themselves look bad. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Just less bad than they actually were. They tried to paint out the obviously dodgy behavior toward women, but they still came off as creeps. Yep. This was written by a Brit. Clearly. I think it was Razzy. Behavior with the <laughs> uh, Razzle. Uh, razzle. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> what were they talking about when they crashed? It was like. They're talking about whether he would rather oh. fuck Boy George or Cindy Lauper. Right, 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 right. There's nothing so, redeeming well, about it. What's this guy got in my. <laughs> what's he got? You decide he's concerned about my sex life for. <laughs> Terrible fucking British. Just unbelievable. I don't know if there really was a good story here to tell, or if this is just more of America painting its trash on screen and pretending it's something to celebrate. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, your boy was in Hanoi Rocks, all right? Yeah, honestly. At least our absurd rock bands were successful. (laughs) Well, Hanoi Rocks barely, they, they didn't have a chance to really break out. Yeah, well, they should make their hair metal rock stars more durable. I'm going to go ahead and say, if you if you break up, and I did read something that's about Hanoi Rocks, which is like, do they just couldn't continue without Razzie? <laughs> well, how do you go on without after Razzie? <laughs> like, well, he was your drummer. It wasn't like he was your... Was he? Was he the like, drummer? Yeah, it was like, no offense to drummers, but <laughs> come on. <laughs> I mean, refer to Spinal Tap for, you know, drummer uh, replacement. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, that remind that reminds me that uh, in in looking at the some of the reviews for uh, Tommy Land, the Tommy Lee autobiography, <laughs> somebody gave it a bad review and was like, I I recommend instead read like you know Kenny Aronoff's you know some famous <laughs> session drummers. Yeah. If you want to read a drummer book, read like Kenny Aronoff's book. Yeah, or something. yeah. I, was, I was like, I don't think anybody who's reading Tommy Land is like <laughs> for, after the drum. <laughs> for the drum content. Read uh, his penis actually wrote a book. It's <laughs> Three volumes set on uh, Razzle. <laughs> uh, here's another one. Five out of ten. No character development whatsoever <laughs> by David Said. 
These were actual people. <laughs> so, and yet still he's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's true, actually. Maybe there's just no character. I think that's what you're struggling with. Yeah. They had input in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. This, this is how they all want you to know them. Yes. <laughs> Everyone I know has read the book and I've heard plenty about it in the past. Everyone I know has read the book, so I waited for the film adaptation. Every party that he goes to, they're just talking about this book. <laughs> yeah. Oh, when's that movie? Coming? Yeah, when this book came out like 10 years ago, I was like, oh, man, I'm, I'm holding out for the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think Machine Gun Kelly's going to really kill it as Tommy Lee. I wonder who does the audiobook. Uh, um, Tommy Lee's penis. Actually. <laughs> Can I at least get an audition, Tommy? <laughs> Tommy Lee, I'd appreciate the opportunity to tell my own story. I like, I like that Tommy Lee's penis has Patrick Stewart's voice <laughs> and probably kind of looks a little like him. Patrick Stewart kind of looks like a penis. I slipped into uh, Connery there for a second. <laughs> you did, yeah, there was a little. Yes. Tommy, I'd like the opportunity to tell my own story. Uh, <laughs> testicles, you get no say. <laughs> Knock it off. <laughs> If a woman mouths off to you, you're going to smack her in the mouth. <laughs> I bet uh, Sean Connery loved The Dirt by Motley Crue. <laughs> yes, that's exactly how you do it, Tommy. Slap those women. They deserve it. Uh, I can help. Uh, David said goes on. But this movie is just a montage of their greatest antics and didn't tell me anything whatsoever about the band, who they were, what set them apart, their fans, nothing. It told me enough. It told, it told me as <laughs> told much me as anything. I really want to know about Motley yeah, Crue. Absolutely. It cemented my impression of Motley Crue. <laughs> yep. I get that people will be excited to see this, but the film really was garbage. I'm guessing <laughs> it was supposed to be a popcorn movie and not a historical interpretation of their career. <laughs> Don't even put the word historical in a review. Historical interpretation. <laughs> yes. This is going to this was meant to be shown on the History Channel. Yes. It's a five-part History Channel miniseries. Yeah. It's like World War II in color. <laughs> the dirt. Dearest Heather we have taken the Worcester Centrum. Signed, Tommy's penis. I fear for the crew. Morale is at an all-time low. The rest of the body is getting ready to plunge me into a dark space again. <laughs> little did you, little did we know that Tommy Lee's penis, he's actually the voice of Franklin Roosevelt in The Roosevelt's. <laughs> Citizen Critic Reviews, beginning with Yelp reviews of the Rainbow Bar and Grill. I think it's supposed to be the restaurant with the woman that apparently lives under the table. Yeah. Another one of the ground zero yeah. places for these uh, 80s yep. LA rock bands. By the way, we do, we've done three Sunset Strip rock bands. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> in a row. Actually, yeah. The Doors, Runaways, and yeah. the Crew. Yeah, yeah. One out of five stars by No R N O E. Noah. 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 It's Noah. Yes, I can know it. It's Noah, kid. <laughs> <laughs> the parking system is failing. <laughs> I will say this review is more of it's written in sonnet. It form. looks like it is it written is. in iambic pentameter. 
I think that it might be mental illness on paper. It begins with the age-old profound question, what is valet? (laughs) Who among us, Greg, has not pondered that question? (laughs) I have not, but I I could imagine people would say, what is valet? (laughs) Yes, but what is valet? I was under the impression it means me and my family do not have to walk to reach our destination. I think that what you're thinking of is a chariot. The valet comes around to his driver's side and he just like puts his arm out and lifts his legs up as if he's going to be picked up by the valet. <laughs> waiting Guy to opens the just arm around his neck. <laughs> I'm ready to go, valet. <laughs> chop, chop. <laughs> Carry me there. Uh, Noma <laughs> continues. Uh, <laughs> as I approached my vehicle, the young man ignored my words closed my door in front of my face and drove off. (laughs) I think that you just got carjacked, buddy. And you are right to ask, what is valet? (laughs) I was six blocks from the place. (laughs) A guy got in the car, slammed the door, drove off. I had to walk the rest of the way. My wife is banging on the passenger side window for dear life. (laughs) I haven't seen her since. (laughs) That was a genuine question at the top. (laughs) Wait, you guys... Real quick, what is valet? What is valet? I think I just got valeted. No, no, no. you're thinking carjack. Exactly. Subtle difference. I now have to walk all the way back again. Yeah, your car's not going to be there. Where are you? Like, I don't understand what's going on. He left my car at the curb with the door open and running. (laughs) Without me being there, anyone could have taken it. (laughs) Somebody did. Yeah. He left it at the curb open and running. <laughs> the young man was not present in the now. <laughs> what? <laughs> what does that mean? I feel like he was very present in the now. I feel like you're not present in the now. <laughs> I think that you need to check yourself. <laughs> you, sir, are the one not existing in the now. <laughs> right. That young man seized his moment. <laughs> um. My person and my property have been disrespected. (laughs) I don't think what you went through is a valet experience. No. No. This guy is working through some PTSD in this review. (laughs) I will no longer use the service, he continues. (laughs) That sounds prudent to me. Do not respect my business. Respect my person. The machine will run smoothly when that happens. This is like, this is veered into HAL territory. I think this person fails the Turing test. (laughs) I will no longer use the service, Dave. The machine will run smoothly when that happens. I don't know what that means. Do not respect my business. Respect my person. Oh, I get it. Don't respect. Do not respect. No, that doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Greg, I don't know what you think it means, but (laughs) it doesn't make any sense. I'm like, well, I'm going to cancel that tattoo in the morning. (laughs) To management, I give you power. To ownership, I give you endless energy. Oh! If you don't go running every morning, you may want to reconsider if you plan to run shit. What the fuck? (laughs) That's the end of the fucking review. Holy crap. Here's another one. One out of five stars. Mad M. Mad Max. Oh, boy. Welcome. Out of the desert. The only thing this place has going for it is the fact that they capitalize on a dead rock star who went there once in a while. 
Lemmy used to get wasted and get blowjobs from prostitutes here. <laughs> well, that is okay. not documented per se, but okay. yeah, I've seen no hard evidence of that. <laughs> Let's face it, between the disgusting and criminally overpriced food, the watered-down overpriced drinks, the racist Coke dealer manager, Anthony. <laughs> oh, Anthony. <laughs> the fact that the bathrooms never have toilet paper, the horrible and slow service from the miserable, rude, aging groupies, the cockroaches, the pervy bouncers, and the ball sack sweat coming from every surface. <laughs> well, that's the Lemmy blowjob thing that you're talking about. <laughs> Rainbow Room is a waste of money and time. How often do you, does Mad Max go there that he realizes they never have toilet paper? Like, is he using it as a public bathroom? Yeah. <laughs> like- Bring your own. <laughs> and how much Coke is he buying that he knows that the Coke dealer is racist? Right. They really <laughs> spent some time together. Yeah. Anthony made one off-color joke, and he was just like, you're a racist. <laughs> Do you want the Coke or not, man? Where's your toilet paper? <laughs> Seriously, if you really care that bad about being close to Lemmy, go to Cheetah's and get drinks there. <laughs> Lemmy spent way more time at Cheetah's anyway. That brings us to our next slate of reviews, <laughs> Cheetah's Strip Club. Yeah, because, you know, apparently that's where when when the when Motley Crue wanted to unwind. The gang. The gang. They would just go to, to strip clubs. Sure. Here's a one out of five by Steffi S. This one begins, fail. Maybe it was because it was a Sunday night. Or maybe just maybe. Hold on. It was because strip clubs in LA now friggin' suck <laughs> thanks to the bikini top law passing that banned visible boobage. Seriously, <laughs> what is the point? So wait, there's a there's a law in LA now that's you gotta wear the bikini top? That doesn't seem likely. I mean, I don't go and will never go to strip clubs, so maybe. Mm, no. I will go to actually I will go to a bikini bar though. I would absolutely that is go to a really bikini. my speed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I go to legs and eggs and decency, <laughs> sir. So it's just the bikini tops though. <laughs> just the yeah, bottoms full, are just full white. nudity on <laughs> the bottom, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's mostly attended by anatomy students. <laughs> 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 you know uh, anatomy students sunday night yeah. is uh, obstetrician night madam you are a living <laughs> textbook <laughs> i thank you for your service you have a beautiful c-section scar oh wow such nice <laughs> stitch work <laughs> oh and they are cleaning the pole between each <laughs> turn up to bat each turn up to bat, even Ew. if they aren't spinning on it. Oh, and nothing God. says sexy like a girl windexing a pole, right? <laughs> Swoon. <laughs> well, not to get creepy, but it's not all that not sexy. That <laughs> <laughs> not, not to betray now, any of my uh, particular. No, uh, especially now in the, the COVID area. Yeah. I'm just like, that's kind Ooh, of look at her. sanitation. Yeah. That is, wow. Yeah, you, you oh, make that yeah. sanitary. Mm, using bleach. <laughs> Things the nostrils. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, luckily, strip clubs aren't a part of my routine, so no skin off my back. Mm. Bullshit. But what a bummer like... for anyone looking to get a hot rise out of a night. <laughs> what Jesus the fuck, Christ. I think, sir, I think that strip clubs are <laughs> uh, the majority of your routine. Yes. 
It is your anchoring North Star. <laughs> Strip clubs are the only steady thing in my life. Cheetahs is my, is my constant. It's the only <laughs> thing tethering me to reality. And you got pissed because the woman came out and windexed the pole. Yeah. Nobody even danced on it. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's barely <laughs> dripping. <laughs> You're just sitting there with a black light. Look, it's barely lighting up. Uh, let me read you some reviews of the Motley Crew scented crew candles. Mm, that is not something that that's evident. That's crime scene evidence. Greg, that's you can get two of these candles for the low, low price of $75. Good Lord. They come in the scents vodka crayon and karma. Oh, if it's karma for Motley Crue, that has to be. If there's anybody I trust on karma, it's fucking Motley Crue. Smells like razzle. It's just burning human flesh. It comes in vodka crayon, karma, and razzle. <laughs> That's the only way karma would make sense. <laughs> the smell of burning embalming fluid. <laughs> it comes in battered woman, <laughs> razzle. Hepatitis C. I don't think these candles were made by a fan at all. Oh, that's what hepatitis smells like. <laughs> Is that the clap? You guys, your house smells like the clap. Oh. Uh, so these aren't reviews of the candles so much as they are just responses to the tweet that the crew sent out pimping their candles. <laughs> Oh, so this is like merch. This is merch this is, that, is, uh-huh. that they sell on their website. At Drake's Daddy 85. Oh. That candle better suck my dick for that price. <laughs> it's right. Put it under the table. See what happens. <laughs> At the Saint 99 says, Jesus, fuck. You guys have enough money. Let the young guys sell some merch that isn't fucking stupid, like t shirts and music. Fuck your goddamn candles. <laughs> furious uh, metal punk ross says uh do you know how many pentagram candles i would buy if they had those <laughs> ross you can make a pentagram candle if you want do you know how many i would buy <laughs> you can just buy a regular candle and draw a pentagram let on me it. give you a hint phrase it in the form of pallets <laughs> i am cost prohibited though <laughs> yes again i can still only spend 75 dollars. <laughs> i found a review uh just one more review this is of a uh, motley crew mask here in the covid days oh uh, uh, a face mask this was on uh, amazon this is a user called mr mars uh, oh i have to assume it's not mick well <laughs> but you never know who knows because it's a good who review knows? he was always very pragmatic apparently according to the movie yeah I respect women. He's smart. He's, he's, he's got the business savvy. He knows he to go on them. and plant some reviews. He's not smart <laughs> enough to not use his name, but you know, it's still it's ahead one of, of those autofill situations. <laughs> ah, I don't want to fix it. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got to sign out. No, nah, forget it. The, the title of this review is Hollywood bad boys. Five stars because it looks badass. Took forever to get here. So be patient. Well worth the wait. The libs are going to freak when I put this on when they tell me I got to cover up. F them. <laughs> no, I, the libs are going to be happy that you're wearing a fucking mask. 
I'm going to be so triggered when you fucking (laughs) put a mask on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Motley Crue, but they are (laughs) against everything I stand for? I don't know. Are they political? Yeah. Yeah, What would offend me is if you took everyone's life around you in 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 jeopardy yeah. by continuing to fucking spout and just blow shit at people yeah. <laughs> going into the starbucks putting on your motley crew mask a monocle falls out of the barista's eye <laughs> <laughs> a woman faints uh, dr feel good himself <laughs> i'm sorry there is one more very quick one Thank you so much. Love it. Thank you. I was in tears when this showed up. That's it. <laughs> I get the sense that a lot of Motley Crue fans, like there's a lot of tears, a lot of silent tears at home alone. Yeah, everybody's everybody's got got their own home sweet home, you know, playing in their background <laughs> of their lives. Oh, that song is so fucking bad. And I'm like, on my way. <laughs> I'm on my way. <laughs> fucking terrible it's so fucking bad and there was a point where i was just like ah, i think i like my i sure i like molly crew really you know, like i it was not really like no but like <laughs> greg there was get your was, story straight before you record <laughs> the podcast buddy no, no but i mean there was like <laughs> it was a point where it was just like there were some poison songs like when i was like 12 years old talk dirty to greg yeah yeah like there was always some songs just like damn i mean you know you'd kind of be like oh, okay i guess, I guess uh, who, this is okay. who can who can forget that unforgettable riff nee, nee, nee. <laughs> that iconic do, rock like, and roll guitar. I, I was like, "What's the point?" You know, no, 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 no. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> it was the doctor did me thing, and I was like, "I'm not gonna." It's gonna no matter what, no matter how good I do that, it's gonna sound stupid. Uh, but I kind of liked, you know, I liked some of that stuff for yeah, you know, yeah. a half a second. I, I heard that you were the C.C. Deville of uh, Walpole, <laughs> Massachusetts. Well, that's. Yeah, I mean, that's not hard to do in Walpole, Massachusetts. (laughs) Much to the chagrin of the uh, crew fans that you went to high school with. Yeah. Yeah, all the the hair metal, you know, it just seemed like a lot of work to me. Yeah, I I hated it in in like a reactionary, unreasonable way. I hated all that stuff. Um, Yeah, yeah. Even Guns N' Roses, who who went the distance, I'm like, eh, I still don't love them. And that was the thing, like, Appetite for Destruction, when it first came out, that was another one that I was just like, oh, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. You know, I like that, a bunch that of these for, songs. That opening know? track, na na na. Who can forget it, Greg? <laughs> you know, <laughs> apparently I can <laughs> repeatedly. You know that song on Appetite? It's like, I'm love and fucking. Um, that is uh, season two, Greg. Yeah, uh, it is season good season. Two. I think so. We had some good apps. I think we did have some good apps. I like having the uh, power blocks. The power blocks worked out pretty well. I think so too. I hope uh, our uh, listeners agree. And we'll have some more power blocks. Yeah, we hope in so. Season three. If if we get which picked will up, be if we get picked <laughs> up. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe we'll be back uh, with uh, some new power blocks. Thank you to uh, all our listeners for um, yeah. for sticking with us and uh, for 
uh, interacting with us online and uh, for uh, leaving ratings and reviews. We got a couple of new good reviews. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Uh, thank you for those, yeah. our friends. It's been uh, fun. And we will talk to you soon. Bye now. See ya. Citizen Critic comes to you from Double Elvis and is executive produced by Jake Brennan of Disgraceland. It was created by Jake, Greg Conley, and me, Scott Janowitz. I also composed and recorded the music, and I engineer and edit the show. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.